as long right. as you are being consistent and giving the same opportunity to each candidate, that really matters. So well, if you, and if you stretch it out, you'll forget anyway. So if you put the interviews probably. like a week apart or whatever, then now you're going to be like, I can't mm-hmm. remember that one. And so it's not effective. And if you're thinking about hiring, you're probably already busy. So batch this stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. batch it. Batch it crazy. I said batch it crazy, not the other <laughs> phrase. I said it to my wife sometimes because she's always batch cooking. So I'm like, batch it crazy. She just shakes her head at me. That's like a dad joke. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Peckford here. Today on the show, I have Lauren Bell. She's the director of hiring from HiredIn7Days.com. I talked to Lauren about what is Hired in 7 Days? What is the method? How does the process work? How can you possibly find somebody good in such a short period of time? Is it even possible? We also talk about how she uses strategic obstacles to help in the hiring process to identify the best candidates, the most motivated people who are paying attention that make amazing assistance. They've hired over 65 plus assistants now and have gotten really good at helping find great people, connecting them together. And we just talk about hiring in general and just sort of what you need to think about kind of mistakes that mortgage brokers make before they hire. And so if this is something that you're interested in, check out HiredIn7Days.com. Find out more about Loren and that service, as well as they have a podcast you can listen to called Hired in 7 Days. You can search that in the podcast app for Hired in 7 Days, and you can listen to just get a sense of like, okay, how does it work? What do they do? But yeah, check out this episode with Loren. She's my business partner in this service. I think it's an amazing service and it's just growing like crazy. The feedback from brokers has been amazing. So check out this episode and check out Hired in 7 Days if you need to hire somebody. Thanks so much. Hey, Loren, welcome to the show. Hi, Scott. Thanks so much for having me. So tell me a little bit about what is Hired in 7 Days? So I work now at Hired in 7 Days and we're a hiring service, but we mostly actually pride ourselves on our innovative and inclusive process that we've developed. And I just think it's such a fun space because we get to meet so many like really authentic people and great candidates and match them up with growing businesses. Right. Okay, cool. So and how did you get into this? Well, it's kind of an interesting story, I think. As you know, obviously, I began working with you about two and a half years ago in your coaching and training business. And I was actually more of an assistant that supported the clients in the program and working in like the operations. So very different role than I'm in right now. And, you know, we had a few times, or there was a while there, I guess, where we would discuss on our internal calls and you'd say things like, you know, we have like a lot of people in the program, but some reason on the coaching calls, they're not coming. Like, why are they joining the program and then not, you know, doing the training and, and participating? And so you would phone them and do you want to talk about that a little bit? That was Yeah. So no, yeah. So essentially what happens is they would not show up to the coaching calls and I would phone them. They'd be like, stuff is great, Scott. We're learning lots. You know, my business is growing, but I have no time. I'm too busy. I'm like, you need an assistant. Yeah, yeah, I don't have time. So then we, not by accident, created a hiring service. Mm -hmm. And so I think we did about 30 hires for coaching clients before we turned it out towards said, hey, and in that process, you guys really nailed down a amazing process, which we'll talk a little bit more about. And then we just made it available to more people. And now, I don't know, 65 something hires growing like crazy. It's been super cool to see what you've done with this concept. And one thing I'd say too, like, is you actually came into our company. We used a version of this, like say version 1.0 of this to find you. And I would say there's probably nothing more important than the people that you hire. So what if you're listening to this and you're like, if you have amazing processes, but you end up finding, you know, kind of people that aren't the right fit, 
it's not going to work. But if you find amazing people and you have mediocre processes, they'll make them better. Like you have done with this whole service, right? You've taken it and just with like the stuff, the improvements that you've made, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like, so it's pretty amazing to see that this is actually turned into its own, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of answered your question for you. Sorry about that. Well, uh, but, actually, uh, but we're kind of very closely linked in this whole thing. So <laughs> it makes sense. We are. And I do have actually something I want to add to to that. Cause like you said, we did not start out as HR. I especially did not start out as HR. I never even saw myself being in HR when I like really saw my career path when I started with you. But something that I love about the way that this hiring kind of turned into hired in seven days is that it was so organic. Like we didn't sit on a call one day and say, what is like the next business idea that we can just make up and try to start? It really happened because you had so many clients that were training and they needed help. And we're like, this is a big problem that we need to solve. And we started figuring out a way to do that and then continually managed to solve that problem more efficiently and with better results and higher quality. And so I love that that's how it started is that it was actually solving a problem that existed and not just like made up out of thin air. So yeah, yeah, not a problem you think people have. So they always say scratch your own itch. So essentially, it's like, hey, if you solve your own problem, maybe other people will want that solution as well. So, mm-hmm. so what makes this service or the process unique? I think there's a few different things here. So one of them is that, as it's called, hired in seven days, we move very quickly. And so that is something that is not as common in hiring that I've seen or heard of from different businesses. And we'll talk a bit more about that, I think, in a little bit. We also, another big one that kind of surprises people is that we don't look at resumes first. Resumes are like the fourth or fifth step in our process. And we go through a whole bunch of other stuff before we even glance at them. We make sure they're there. So we have them later, but we do not look at them. And another thing that I think really makes Hired in Seven Days unique is we give candidates the opportunity to make it through the first three quarters of our hiring process without any of our opinions or biases as recruiters. And I find that just like one of the best things about this process. And it's like probably my favorite part because it really makes it like not about what the candidate can write that they've done, where they've gone to school, you know, if they had like the perfect job experience, whatever that really means. It's more about using their knowledge, using their resources, their skills, all of these experiences. And I don't care where you got them. It's just that you're demonstrating that you have them. And so you might've got them, like we said, you know, sure you have a PhD or you barely graduated high school, but you could figure out ways to gain these skills in so many different ways. So to me, that is just something that I'm really proud of with this process is that we open up the candidate pool so much for all of those different types of people to apply and have a chance at an interview for this job. Right. And so kind of alluded to it, but it's the use of the obstacles. So explain that maybe Mm -hmm. to somebody listening. So what's unique is part of it is the use of obstacles to help people self-sort to find the, you know, motivated people. I think I do this process so much now. It just is like, like, of course, why wouldn't you do this? But it's like, not everybody does it this way, right? Yeah, totally. Okay. So the way that the process works as a quick overview then is people apply and we have these series of obstacles set up throughout the process. So If people want to make it through to the end and get an interview or, you know, talk to us and move forward in the process, they have to actually go out of their way to jump over these little hurdles. They're not there to trick people, though. That's not about like, you know, trying to make people fail by making it confusing. It's just about looking for people that are committed, that are paying attention and that are actually putting a bit of time and effort into their application. If you do those things, you will make it through. 
you have to just be committed. And that's kind of where this comes from, that it's about giving a lot more people opportunity because all you have to do really to get through the first obstacle is read the job description. Pay attention. Pay attention. Like that yeah, is, yeah. you don't have to have a university degree to do that. And you don't have to work at a bank in the past to be able to do that. Like you just right. have to do it pay, pay <laughs> or like try like, to do it. Yeah. Pay attention. It's all you have to do. Like, it's yeah, not it, rocket science. No, but totally. it works So It does work. Yeah. So. And the cool thing, this is one of the improvements that you made. So the whole idea was like use the obstacles to like help self-sort the people that are motivated and paying attention. And then you created, I think there's five or six obstacles that you have, but you have actually a scoring system. So mm -hmm. on top of the obstacles, instead of just looking at a resume to deciding somebody's a good candidate, talk to me about the scoring system a little bit about how that factors into who gets to the interview stage. Right. Okay. So we score each part of the process. So while everyone can make it through, we err on the side of caution and, you know, try to give people the benefit of the doubt more often, because from what we've seen, it's better to keep pushing them through and let them fall off as they do not complete stages then for us to decide that they don't move on. But it's kind of like, I think the best example would be like writing just because you can write doesn't mean you're writing well, you know, like anyone can go and like write an email, but you know, is there good spelling? Did you have a subject? Like all these little things that kind of play into making it done well versus just done. So we do try if we have lots of candidates and we're narrowing down the amount, then we do give priority to the people that have done it well. So we right. do so have the scoring like, helps sort if you yeah. have a lot of candidates. I guess the one thing we didn't talk about is people hire you to find them an assistant. Again, we know this so well, we forget these things. But so <laughs> somebody with a mortgage broker, for instance, would hire you guys and say, look, instead of me spending who knows how long, 10 to 15 hours trying to find somebody great, they plug into you guys. And then so how long does a mortgage broker typically have to spend on the hiring process when they use you? And then, yeah, tell me about that. Mm -hmm, for sure. Okay, so high level view of what happens when you work with us. So you decide that you wanna hire, you go through us instead of doing it yourself, you come in, we schedule right away a strategy session. So myself and whoever it is, this new soon to be employer, will talk usually up to an hour and we go through all of the details and really work out all the kinks in the job description, all the technicalities of the role. And we'll often to like, you know, give some advice and try to help them build out the most attractive job description and that we can so that we attract lots of candidates, then you pretty much just go away and do your thing. That's about it. So then we will work the whole process. We do everything. We schedule it in, you know, keep you updated as we move through. And then when we get to the end, we'll hand you a hiring package. So then you get all of the information from the obstacles that we've seen. We also record a video and just talk about what we've seen from these candidates, you know, explain the strengths and weaknesses that we see, maybe even suggest certain interview questions. And then this soon to be employer again, we'll take this hiring package, you know, review it, look through it, have it there as a resource, and then go into their top interview. So most people, if you did three interviews at the end, and the strategy session, most people are spending up to four hours total. Right? Yeah. And sometimes two to three, like three hours. Well, if you add the the interview time is maybe three hours, and then an hour of like the consult time. Mm -hmm. And then you basically notify throughout the process, you know, here's what's happening stage one, stage two, and then they know that you guys are working on it. And so yeah, the feedback on it has been amazing from the broker community. So it started as mortgage brokers. So have you guys expanded into other verticals? Like, because other people started using this to help them find people? We have actually. So we have gone through a few different industries. We are, like you said, primarily mortgage brokers, agents, loan officers, however you identify. That is our main kind of industry right now. However, what we've kind of seen and noticed is that it's really not 
about the industry. Something that has made it a lot easier is being so familiar now with the mortgage industry, creating the job description and reassuring people about what this assistant role is doing commonly in your own industry. That has become like a lot more like of a well-rounded kind of part of our business now. So we can give a lot of advice on what this new assistant can be doing in your business. Whereas in other industries where we have a little bit less experience, that is one space that is a bit more challenging. So we have to ask a lot more questions there to figure it out. But other than that, the role is very similar across fields. You know, we're looking for people that are really attentive, that are, you know, going to be supporting a lot of your business operations. And so that role could be in dentistry, in medical, could be in the mortgage world, could be even like smaller businesses that are running like a restaurant and you need someone helping with operations. So the role itself, we see everywhere. So it's more about the process for the role than it is the process for the industry. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so you guys have done some in healthcare and some other things that it's working really, really well. Okay, so I know people listening may be thinking, okay, but can you really find somebody great? Two questions I have, maybe answer them both at the same time. Mm -hmm. So what is the average number of people that are applying for a job posting that you're seeing? And then can you really find somebody great in that shorter period of time? Average number of people, I think last time we calculated was 177 applicants per job posting. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that's- I, I think, think that was what it was. But in any case, if you were doing this with a traditional model, that's a lot of resumes to review. It's a lot like, of resumes. It, you know, and yeah, if we didn't have our obstacles, that would be our- number or base number. I just checked. It's 181. So we've gone up. So it's 181. Then we have 37 people make it to our next stage. So that for us, that is more really what I look at as our applicant pool is 37, not 181 because they didn't even make it through the first stage. So kind of depends how you look at it, I guess. But anyways, to answer your other question, you asked me about how we do this in such a short period of time, correct? Yeah. So first, I think that this is actually kind of a mindset thing because traditionally, if you look at hiring processes across the board, it's really something that we just kind of have in our heads that lasts for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Like when you look at like government job postings and stuff, they're open for so long and they don't close for ever. And then when you go finally get an interview, it's like, hey, we're scheduling the interview for two weeks from today and all this kind of stuff. Some reason, traditionally, hiring has just been long processes. And when I ask why to myself, I don't really have an answer. Like, there's really no reason why they do that. I just think it's kind of how it has become. And so now people just do it that way because that's how it was done. But really, like when someone is really wanting a job and when people are like, really anxious and excited to start working with this new business or with your new business, then those people are like checking your email every day. They want to be called, you know, at the end of our process, when I talk to people in an interview, so we do the first round of interviews in the process when I talk to them and then they say, so when, like, when can we hear back? You know, I under promise over deliver is the concept. Mm -hmm. So I say, it'll be a maximum of two weeks. That way, if anything happens, I'm not like the bad guy for telling them that they'll hear back. But anyways, point being, Usually when I say that to them and I say max two weeks, they're like, oh. Yeah, they're not like, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, they're disappointed. Like they want to know, they want to start working or they want to change jobs or they want to like, you know, move forward and have the final news. It's like the feeling of anticipation. People aren't like happy that it's two weeks. They want to know right away. So candidates are not disappointed about this at all. Candidates are very actually usually really happy about it. And then on the flip side, so if you were to, on the other way, make the job really long, like the process, Some people will say, you know, what if the right person doesn't come along in the first few days of the job postings up? And it's like, fair enough. 
that could be the truth, but also you could have had the right person come along in your job process. Then you don't rush the process to like keep people moving forward. And now they take a new job. Right. So there's really no one perfect way. Doing it in a longer process could work for you. And that could be a great solution, but that doesn't mean that doing it in a shorter process and getting people moving through the process is not going to work. It right. does work. It's worked for us over and over again. And usually our candidates that we talk to and our people that are hiring are very excited and very happy that they get to make this decision or apply for this job and find out right away if they're moving forward. Right. Yeah. And the other thing that I've noticed too, this from our conversations that you told me is that good people, they don't stick around. Somebody's going to hire them. Like no. these candidates that are stand out and we had that happen once, right? So somebody was like, oh, I had that they delayed. And then by the time they got to the candidate, they're like, sorry, I took another job. Even though the job market right now is there's higher unemployment, there still seems to be really good people go fast. Mm -hmm. And so if you have somebody who's amazing in the process and you take a month to make a decision, they will already have a job because mm -hmm. there's going to be people tripping over themselves to hire them. Yeah. And so that's the other part is you really, you know, don't delay it. Okay. So, I, and sorry, just one other thing on that note too, actually two other things really quick. I would say the more important piece, if you are going to hire on your own, the important piece is that whatever timeline you decide on, just do the same timeline for all of your candidates. That's what's more relevant to the process. I think than actually how long you've decided on the process as a whole, as long right. as you are being consistent and giving the same opportunity to each candidate that really matters. So well, if you and if you stretch it out, you'll forget anyway. So if you put the interviews Probably. like a week apart or whatever, then now you're going to be like, I can't mm -hmm. remember that one. And so it's not effective. And if you're thinking about hiring, you're probably already busy. So batch this stuff, right? Like mm -hmm. you know, batch it, batch it crazy. I said, batch it crazy. <laughs> not the other phrase. <laughs> I said to my wife sometimes, cause she's always batch cooking. So I'm like, batch it crazy. She just shakes her head at me. That's like a dad joke. Okay. So what do you think is the biggest mistake mortgage brokers make about hiring? I think the biggest mistake, and you've said it before, is waiting too long. And that's not necessarily just waiting for the sake of waiting. I think that's a little bit more like of a complicated kind of piece for people. And they usually have reasons that they're waiting, but ultimately waiting too long. You know, I was actually talking with someone about this the other day, Scott, and they are hiring again coming up right away. We hired less than three months ago for them. And now they're hiring again, which is really they're exciting. Hiring a, they're not hiring a replacement. They're hiring another oh, person. Sorry, yes. yes. A second so person. So yeah. now they have two staff within three months and they're so excited about it. But you know what? He said to me that I was like, you understand, you get it. Like he's just setting himself up for success here. He was like, I don't need to give her like my new assistant, like everything on her plate all at once. He's like, I have so many things that I just have thought about doing in my business that I just don't make the time for because I can't. And now I can like literally pick one thing, give it to her and be done. And then that's it. Like you don't have to think about training all the time and getting them fully up to speed in two months on your business. There's no rules about that. You can start, have somebody and give them a few tasks and a couple little things and then guide them slowly. You don't have to pause your entire business. That I think is a yeah, just uh, the really wrong conception of how to move forward with an assistant. And that becomes hugely stressful as well. And so people, I think, wait to hire because they don't want that when they're already busy. But it doesn't have to be like that. So right. thinking about training differently is a huge, huge, huge piece to not waiting. Right. That's a really good point. Okay. So how do people reach out to you? How do they find you? 
If you want to take a look at what we're doing or listen to a couple, you know, testimonials of people that have gone through our process and hear what they have to say, then you can visit our website at www.hiredin7days.com. And that is a seven with the number. So hiredin7days.com. Right. And there's also a podcast as well that they could check out. So if you search for that, you can listen to some shows that Loren and I do on this. This is your baby. Like, I'm so excited to see what you do with this as it continues to grow. And the feedback has been awesome on it. And so if Mm -hmm. you guys are listening and and something you need to do, like, I guarantee you that this will be amazing process. And if you're like me, I always joke, I would hire an axe murderer if they just showed up at the right day because I'm so busy and stressed out. And then, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll hire you. It usually ends up being a catastrophe. But if you put some intentionality into it, figure out what you need, use a process, find the best candidate. And then, like in this case, you went through this process with us two and a half years ago. And now we have a whole business that we didn't think, like, we had no idea this was going to be anything, right? But you're able to move into that because you get great people. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So thanks, Loren, for taking the time to chat with us. And check out the website there, hiredin7days.com, if you're interested and get some help. Mm -hmm. Thank you. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.